0: Whether it was a Cracker Jack prize or a cereal box surprise, there was always something exciting about the mystery and fun that awaited within. In 1979, kids in America were gifted with yet another cheap thrill when McDonald's introduced the Happy Meal. Not only did parents have an easy option for a menu selection at an affordable price, children left the golden arches with just a little bit of magic. As McDonald's celebrates 40 years of Happy Meals, we take a look at the limited edition throwbacks, discuss of the most valuable and collectible toys, and supersize up the competition. This is Wayback Attack.
1: Welcome to Wayback Attack. My name is Brian Grantham. Sitting across from me is Preston Burt. Preston, are you McLoving It?
0: ba it, ba 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 I am McLoving It. That's great. Yes. How are you doing?
1: I am excellent. Uh, I am super excited uh, to be here to talk about the anniversary of the Happy Meal and the wonderful memories that we have growing up with a delectable. Uh, part of our lives yeah you
0: know we're not always going to talk about movies on this show it just seems like that's what we've been talking about lately and we'll probably talk about some more too but you know it's pop culture and part of our popular culture since as long as i can remember has Mm -hmm. been going to fast food restaurants here and there um now i uh i you know i have kids so i actually go somewhat more regularly than i would with without kids Mm because it's just so so quick and convenient do you are you a uh, frequent fast food goer?
1: Uh, I never take my kids to fast food, but I eat fast food almost every day <laughs> because I hate. So, like, I hate sitting and like at work and eating lunch uh-huh. because people talk to me, and then I'm, I feel like I should be on the clock. If you're talking to me at work, and so I, the other option is for me to go and get fast food and sit in my car and eat. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I I have a very unhealthy uh, eating <laughs> habit for my lunches and sometimes dinners.
0: Okay, so what's your go to right now?
1: Uh, you know, right now it's that Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, for real? Yes, I have driven an hour. What? Uh, I went to um so, uh over by I don't know some North Georgia place because I looked it up online and they did not have a wait, and so I was like, well, I'll go to that Popeyes because I love this chicken sandwich. The one, the one in town. Uh, always like the, the line is like in the, in the road, like for the, uh, fast food uh, really? drive through.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how long were they without? Because I remember there was a moratorium on yeah. them for a long time because they just were not anticipating the demand.
1: I feel like it was three months. Really? Yes. Cause I ate, I got like two of them, uh, before, like when they first started doing it and like the first one, it was in and out and I was like, awesome. And then word hit about how good it was. And so the next time I went, it, it was like an hour wait for me mm-hmm. to get a sandwich uh, and then, um, I went on, I went on a work trip and I, I drove to it cause it was in, um, it was in Tennessee. And so the person that was with me, I was like, dude, we're going to get these Popeye's we're like just in the middle of nowhere. We're going to stop out of Popeye's and get a chicken sandwich. And so they were sold out at that point. Uh, and so that was like the end of August uh-huh. and then they just came back or no, the beginning of August and then they just came back.
0: Well, now you were telling me just a second ago that you went to this one because it didn't have a wait time. Right. They have an app now or something where you can gauge wait
1: time. I just, I just Googled it. They do have an app, but uh, I just Googled it. Cause Google will tell you like uh, what the average weight is at a place uh, at the time. And so before I go to lunch every day, I always look and it's like, it's like usually no wait, but right now it's a long expected wait time. And I'm oh just like, gosh. Oh. And so I will drive that way to go see if there is a line or not. And it's always on the road. And so I just go around their line and then go to cookout instead because cookout has great deals. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, Brian, you, you heard it is the connoisseur. So I got to take some tips from you. So I, I got to clarify some things because I'm my, my brief introduction made it sound like I take my kids to McDonald's or whatever, <laughs> like all the time I don't. But so um, my wife, does not eat fast food and never has eaten fast food mm-hmm. it's disgusting to her she can she can muster like a chick-fil-a uh, salad or something mm-hmm. um but as far as like a mcdonald's or a burger king or any of those places no thank you uh she used to, she could handle a subway you know whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she has just always tried to be very healthy and and doesn't like those things at all so when i first married her That meant, like, I never went to fast food. And so for me to go to a McDonald's Mm -hmm. when we first were married, it was, like, heavenly. It was (laughs) delectable. It was like it had never tasted so good because it had been months and months, maybe even a year, between a fast food visit. Right. Um, But now that we have kids, um, you know, when you're just in a bind, Mm -hmm. like, it is just so convenient to be able to pick up, you know two happy meals or whatever kids meal for like what? Six bucks, Mm $7. I don't know. And it's self provided right there and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, so we do that with more regularity than if we did not have kids. That's Mm -hmm. all that's to say. Um, my kids actually, they're not, they're not huge fans of it. Mm -hmm. Like they would much prefer my wife's home cooking. Right. Um, but if they have to, they'll, they'll, they can manage.
1: See, my my kids are not necessarily fans of the food. They will want to go to the playground and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um like it, it is tough because, you know, when I pick up my kids, uh if by the time I get home, you know, I, I have they go to bed at eight at my house. And so by the time that we get home, it is usually um like six fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I will usually, like, I have, like, a thing where, all right, while I'm cooking, you can watch TV or whatever, and then when I get done cooking, we eat, and then you take a shower and go to bed, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, But uh, there are occasions where uh, we'll go places. Culver's I like going to because you get a free ice cream, like, with with the kids' meal with them. Um, and then anything with a, a playground they like doing because – uh, I'll just let them go play after they eat.
0: Oh, dude, the playgrounds, especially when you have little kids, life savers. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, especially when it's like raining or something, you can go and get a little treat and then they just get to play in there for an hour, mm-hmm. get all kinds of germs mm-hmm. so that you get some, you know, rotovirus or something later on. That's it's great.
1: I, I, I like to think <laughs> about them like, like crawling through the puddles of urine.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, do you remember they used to have ball pits mm-hmm. when we were kids? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that was a thing.
1: Yeah. Ball pits are awesome though. I, so I never, well, not that I know of, I never had issues in a ball pit, but there were multiple times I remember being a kid and like crawling through like the hamster tubes uh-huh. and then there was just some kid had peed in there oh, and my just gosh. splashing through it.
0: Oh. <laughs> There's a visual for you guys, wherever you're listening. Hope you enjoy that. Um, all right. So, uh, we're talking today about McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, and other fast food things down the road. But we're doing so because it's the 40th anniversary. Um, McDonald's came out with the Happy Meal in 1979. You can read some facts about it online. I think it actually originated from a franchisee, like in a Latin America country. They came up with this little, you know, like pre-packaged menu option. And then they it got picked up by corporate. And it was a huge success when they introduced it in 79. Um, and just some statistics I found... I think I found this on Forbes uh, that says that McDonald's doesn't doesn't tell how many Happy Meals they sell, but the company estimates 30% of all visits to McDonald's are family visits. Mm-hmm. And most of the families are, of course, going to be buying some sort of kid's meal item. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's according to Nation's Restaurant News. And then uh, since 360, it's a data research firm. They calculate, even though McDonald's did not share, they calculate... That the Happy Meal generates $10 million a day wow. in revenue. This was during 2017. And that they sell 3.2 million Happy Meals per day. Uh, and overall, McDonald's has about 22 million visitors in the US every day. So, you know, like I said, this may not seem like a natural topic for us to suggest, but most people are familiar with Happy Meals, mm-hmm. most people have experienced them themselves. And, um, it's been a part of our lives for a long time. Do you have any, uh, memories growing up? Uh, you, you know, you don't go, mm-hmm. y- you don't take your kids, but did you go as a kid?
1: So yeah, the, um, I did not go that often until probably around sixth grade, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, well, I don't know, I guess I may have gone a decent bit. So like, like I had said before, like, um, some other episode, uh, I was a pretty active kid. Like I did gymnastics and all, all kinds of stuff. And so, We probably had fast food on those nights, you Mm -hmm. know, because that, you know, doing some kind of activity after my parents got out of work or whatever, you know, uh, would usually it'd be later in the night. But uh, when I was in sixth grade, we moved uh, to Alabama and we lived out in the middle of nowhere in this town called Pansy and the, um, it's, it's (coughs) close to Dothan. And so the, uh, it was like half hour away from town. And so to go pick pick up from school or from after school activity because at that time i was doing like karate or dancing or stuff like that like there's just you wouldn't go home unless you were going home for the rest of the night and so we ate a lot we ate out a lot mm-hmm. and um i actually ate a lot of subway at that time because uh, i remember one day after karate class i was like sit like 12 or 13 and I ate two foot long subs with everything on them. Oh my! I was gosh. so proud of myself. After my first one, I told my mom I was like, I think I could eat another one, and she was like, Are you sure? And I said, Yeah. And she was like, All right, go for it. And so I got another one, and I was it was like the proudest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we used to go and get McDonald's a lot, and uh, you know the toys were a big part of of that experience. And I had a little sister, and so she and I both would get, you know, she would get the girl toy and i get the boy toy or whatever because they were doing that at that point. And uh, I would play with it for a little while or whatever and didn't ever think about it again until um, my mom was cleaning out her house. She was selling her house when I was an adult, and this is actually just a couple years ago, maybe five years ago. And she was selling her house and said, hey, do you want your old toys? And I'm thinking, oh, like – like, you know, turtle toys and G.I. Joe's and He-Mans and stuff like that. And I said, yeah, sure. And she brought me boxes of McDonald's Happy Meal toys. <laughs> and I was just like uh, – I let my kids play with them for a while and then – um I moved from one place to another and then like just had them in my trunk for years probably. <laughs> and then at some point I just, I was driving past like a, a trash dump st- site. And so I was just like, I'm just dumping all this stuff. Oh my gosh. And the guy there went through it all and picked out the things he wanted. <laughs> and then I just threw away the rest. So,
0: <laughs> Oh man, I, I'm sure some of our listeners are cringing with that story of just <laughs> throwing away all that magical goodness. Well, uh, for me, uh, you know, I, I was the opposite of you growing up. I was a very sickly little kid, mm-hmm. uh, not not too active, although I did play some sports and stuff as a little kid. But um, I, don't, I actually don't recall going to fast food that much, although whenever we traveled, mm-hmm. of course, on the road. Um, and then that's not to say I didn't eat junk food because I was a typical 80s kid, and I look back at what my mom let me eat mm-hmm. back then. And I'm like, how is that possible? That was so awful and so much just junk <laughs> junk i mean like do you remember like the oatmeal swirlers like you just put all this mm-hmm. goop on your mm-hmm. stuff and like everything's filled with sugary anyway well anyway so that's to say that fast food almost was a little bit of a treat for me um growing up and we had a burger king in my town and i remember like i don't remember specific instances i just remember one it was the closest place to us that we could do any sort of fast food, and I remember back then McDonald. Sorry, Burger King had those those tin ashtrays, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that memory sticks in my mind. And that one didn't have any, uh, it didn't have a playland or anything. And this was before the Burger King Kids Club came out. But um, so that was one memory. And, but then McDonald's, that one actually was special because it was further out of our town, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like super convenient. And, like I said, I was a sickly kid, so I had to go, like, get uh, allergy shots and, and go uh, to the asthma doctor and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I have to go to the doctor, you know, I'd get checked out of school or whatever. I'd go to the doctor. Then on the way back, my mom would stop at McDonald's as, like, a treat. Nice. And I'd get, um, I don't know about Happy Meals, but I always remember getting a hot fudge Sunday with nuts. With nuts is key. Um, But.
1: Why is it key? Because
0: otherwise it just sucks. Oh. <laughs>
1: Are you a big fan of McDonald's ice cream? uh, It
0: is tolerable. Yeah, Uh, I get it just because I like to have a sweet treat after I eat. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not my go-to. Like, I would much rather have give me give me a chocolate frosty Mm -hmm. from Wendy's like any day of the week compared to McDonald's stuff.
1: So I I never ate McDonald's ice cream when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. Um, except for one summer. And I'm trying to think how old I was. I was probably like 10 or 11. And during the summer, I'd go live with my dad. And this summer, I was just throwing up all the time. I don't know what it was. I don't know what I what was, I was sick with. It
0: was all the rotavirus from you crawling through the gerbil <laughs> tubes at the McDonald's. Well, no,
1: because like like I I was I was outdoor way way more during the summer just because. Um, You know, like, being in Key West at the time, and, like, me and my cousins would ride our bikes everywhere and run around, and I I probably was sick with something because I was always barefoot at that age uh, when I was running around outside, but... Hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> uh, the best thing to eat if you're throwing up is McDonald's ice cream, or at least it was back then. <laughs> I don't think that's. It was the so, best thing to eat. It was <laughs> so smooth. It was, oh. it was amazing. <laughs> Going
0: down or coming up, it was just smooth as can be.
1: But yeah, I I never I never was ever into any of their like McFlurries or anything like that uh, ever. So yeah, all right, well, <laughs> except for that summer.
0: You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> best. Uh, the best thing to eat when you're sick with your stomach is McDonald's <laughs> ice cream. All right.
1: Gee, Ronald, my new car turns into a robot. Great, let's see. Wow, Grimace, did you know I can turn into a McDonald's? Uh, let me see, let me see. Okay, I'm turning into a McDonald's. <laughs> me too, me too. Me <laughs> too. When you buy McDonald's Happy Meal, you can become the master changer because you'll get a food toy that changes into an amazing robot. Eight different toys, two each week. You can collect and change all eight new food changeables at McDonald's.
0: So in that last segment, I really hesitated to mention any specific McDonald's Happy Meal toy that I remember from my childhood because we're going to be experiencing a flashback of sorts here on the podcast because we're going to be going through the re-release that McDonald's is doing in honor of their 40th anniversary. Um, so McDonald's released 15 mm-hmm. classic toys as part of this promotion that happened November 7th through like the 11th okay. of 2019.
1: That's a short window.
0: It's very short window. <laughs> um, so if you could think of anything from your childhood or anything that you remember, which... Which one would stand out to you as to be included in this list?
1: Okay. So the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to think to those boxes of toys that my mom gave me. Okay. And the ones that uh, we actually still have some of those toys upstairs in my youngest daughter's room. And so I'm going to to think of those ones and then um, just ones that I remembered loving. right. So um, now the problem is I might get some Burger King ones mixed up with McDonald's. But we're going to try McDonald's.
0: Faux pas, man.
1: All right, so on my youngest daughter's uh, dollhouse right now, she has the Black and the Blue Ranger Power Ranger McDonald's toys. Correct. Okay.
0: Yes, Power Rangers is definitely one of those uh, that is included.
1: All right, so uh, I think those are the only ones that she currently plays with, so the other ones are going to be the ones that I think of. Are there (laughs) any um, – so there was like these like Transformer-esque – uh toys where it was like mcdonald's food but it transformed like into different things
0: exactly these are called the changeables nice and they are included and 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 that was my number one when i heard that they were reissuing Mm -hmm. i was like they got to include these things and of course they did um now they're only releasing one example of each of these toys so i think for the power rangers it's the it was the red ranger Mm -hmm. classic costume so you know jason Mm -hmm. and then the changeables I don't know what it is, but they they only have one example. Whereas for the original release, they had, you know, the hot cakes Mm -hmm. and the burger and the shake or whatever. But this one is just a single.
1: Okay, Um, so I'm going to think that uh, is there like a chicken nugget kid um, thing? (laughs) The McNugget Buddies. Yes, the McNugget Buddies. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You were you were hitting three for three, my friend. Is it a Halloween one? No, no, okay. Because I had all the Halloween ones. Yeah,
0: they they had more than just Halloween, mm-hmm. but the Halloween ones were the best, mm-hmm. like the ghost and the sheet, yep. the uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would they have a little Dracula,
1: buddy? Yeah, and then I, there was also a witch one.
0: Yeah, and those are ones that actually still pull in a little bit of a little bit of money because they're collectible.
1: Okay. Um, hmm. All right, so Polly Pocket is that one of them?
0: Uh, no, Polly Pocket is not. Okay. So, uh, but I will say. Leaning towards that way is the 2013 Hello Kitty. Okay. So, you know, cute, fun size, Mm -hmm. pop icon. Is there a Barbie? That's actually the latest one uh, on this list because I've got the whole list and it tells you what year these promotions came out. Mm -hmm. The 2013 Hello Kitty is the most recent and all the rest were in the 90s uh, or 80s. So, what what did you just ask?
1: Barbie? Is there a Barbie
0: one? Surprisingly, no. That is surprising. But they have another major property f- that was targeted towards towards girls in the 80s.
1: Hmm. All right.
0: You could comb their hair, but they weren't <laughs> human.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, but they weren't human. Oh, My Little Pony. Yep. Yep, okay.
0: My Little Pony 1998 was this promotion.
1: Hmm. I I did have some of those. I bet I bet those were in my daughter's room also. Uh, okay, so all right,
0: here's there's a digital one. There's a digital toy that was all the rage.
1: Uh, is it like a calculator? No.
2: <laughs> well, no, like there a spy partying down with the calculator. <laughs> there
1: is a spy a spy series where there is a calculator that did something else. Also, was there any spy gear on there? <laughs> no. <laughs> spy gear was huge in the 90s <laughs> oh my gosh or what's the digital toy uh
0: the tamagotchi oh
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah those so those are i di- guess they tried to make a comeback the digital
0: pets mm-hmm. yeah but they were hot for like what six months <laughs> a year They're, it was all the rage i saw someone on
1: twitter the other day said that the reason millennials don't have kids is because they were traumatized by tamagotchis <laughs> when they were kids um okay uh give me give me an era
0: okay uh So, this is 97, uh, and it was the craze for collectors. People thought they were going to make a mint off of these things. Oh, Beanie Babies. Yep. Okay. Patty the Platypus is the one they're releasing from 1997. Patty was one of the teeny Beanie Babies, an all-time best-selling Happy Meal toy.
1: Wow, that seems late for Beanie Babies. I guess that was probably right in the window, though.
0: They had a long window, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Is there a Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels? You know there's a Hot Wheels, son. Yes. The McDonald's Hot Wheels Thunderbird from 1993. And then finishing out, because you've done a really good job. I commend you on this. (laughs) I I did have to lead you a a little (laughs) bit on some of them. But here's the rundown of all of them in uh, succession. So you guys can hear which ones we've missed so far. But we talked about the McNugget McNugget Buddies. The Hamburger Changeable. Here's one we didn't talk about. Land Toys Grimace. So... (laughs) I don't know what that's about, but it's just a grimace toy.
2: Hmm.
1: Is it is it a plush, does it look like?
0: Mm, I don't know. Hmm. Uh the the McDonald's Thunderbird Hot Wheels, A Hamburglar toy from ninety five, uh Power Rangers, here's one we missed. Space Jam Bugs Bunny. Hmm. So not just bugs, mm-hmm. space space jam bugs.
1: Well it's I hmm, I wonder if they were paid for that for it to be Space Jam Bugs because of the new movie.
0: I don't know. Maybe it legitimately was one of the all-time classics, but also maybe they're just pandering because it's, like, internet hot.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's not
2: that great of a movie.
0: Uh, Patty the Platypus, Beanie Baby, My Little Pony, Tamagotchi, Furby. Was Mm -hmm. another really, really popular one. I think they made a bunch of those.
1: Mm -hmm, They did. And the cool thing about those Furbies is there's like, they made a bunch, but they were all different also. Like, they were different. It wasn't Uh just molds, like, the paint jobs were different. Yeah. And so the collector market's really big for those. There's like 80 something of them. Is
0: it big? Are you on the pulse of the (laughs) (laughs) the collector market? (laughs) I'm
1: I'm all about like Furbies that are not robots.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. And then the Hello Kitty. So that was all 15. Um, And I actually tried to go get some of these i thought it'd be great a little flashback i took the kids to a rare mcdonald's trip i bet they're excited oh they were not excited (laughs) they're like can we just have food here no we're coming (laughs) you're coming with me
1: we're too old for happy meals yeah
0: well when you're a high schooler yeah i guess that is (laughs) and went there and i was so stoked three happy meals please because you know i got one for myself and uh pulled up to the window and they pass these things out I'm like, "Wait, this isn't the red box that I'm expecting <laughs> that I saw on social media." Oh, this is the Frozen 2 promotion. Womp womp womp. So, I don't know if I told Brian before the show. I don't know if I missed the window by a day because mm-hmm. it was a very it was like less than a week.
1: Yeah, it was like it was like a long weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh or if our franchise locations up here where we live are just bad because they never do seemingly any of the national promotions uh, for, for for quirky stuff. Most upsetting to me is for the past several years. Now, they did it one time, but for the past several years, they've not participated in the shamrock shake promotion.
1: They do the McRib. Like, yeah, they I, do, I got a McRib the other day.
0: They do have the McRibs, but
1: it's always surprising to me that that's good. Do they make rib? Yeah, because whenever I think of it or look at it, I'm like, "That is disgusting." Uh-huh. And then I eat it, I'm like, "Oh, that's actually pretty yeah, that's good." It's not
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. The the fake ribs make it make it uh, taste that much better. It's it's psychosomatic.
1: Do you know do, do you know why it's only like it happens sometimes?
0: Oh, it's it's perceived limited availability. Uh-huh. So
1: it's it's when the pork that they use uh-huh. is cheap enough oh. uh, for them to buy it to make it and so they have to wait for like it for the markets to get to a certain point and then they will buy the pork to make the McRibs. and then that's that's when the the availability happens so it's
0: not a like a time frame a yearly time no. it's mm-hmm. just like when they got to strike with that that is when they hot. get cheap
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> that is
0: that's really interesting to know mm-hmm. but i do know also that they they make it for a limited time mm-hmm. Because of the not the collectability, that's I
1: collected <laughs> I've got the last meat. twenty years on my shelf.
0: Um <laughs> no, just because people like, oh, it's only out for a little bit. I gotta get it
1: while I can. Mm-hmm. So it's like a the FOMO force market. FOMO, fear of missing out.
0: Yeah, so I didn't get it. Um I saw a lot of people on social media that were very, very happy with their fortieth anniversary promotion toys. And of course the eBay market is already hot with these.
1: So I wonder cuz I haven't so I haven't looked these up at all. Do you know if they made these specifically for this or is this old old new stock?
0: Oh, I don't I don't know. I I bet that it's they made it just for this. They mm. probably dusted off the molds. Cuz
1: the the thing with that is I know that they still have warehouses of stuff because I have seen people uh, like not necessarily famous people, but influencers or whatever you know uh-huh. on on Twitter. The, the Happy Meal influencers. Well, just no, just like other influencers, <laughs> like just in general. And someone will be like, "Oh, I broke my my Batman Forever glasses," and then the company will send them. Oh yeah, replacements. And so they must have just warehouses of all this stuff. And so yeah. I wonder, I wonder about these toys.
0: I don't know, man. I I do know that there are a lot of these things out there because not only, um. Did people did tons of people get these things, but tons of people collect this stuff too? Mm-hmm. And it's weird because there's a perceived collectability to these. Um, but that may not be as much as you think it would be. So, for this next segment, I thought we'd talk a little bit about the uh Oh
2: It's a good time for the great taste. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll be-
0: Actually, do you hear that sound? What does that mean? It means it's time for the weird Happy Meal Items game. (laughs) Brian, I'm going to give you a list of Happy Meal items, and you're going to tell me which of these didn't exist. Okay. Okay? There are five, I'm going to tell you. Okay. And you're going to tell me which of these did not exist. Okay. All right. So... There's a limited edition Fraggle Rock Vegetable Racers. Those, where, those
1: did exist because I had them.
0: So you have like Gobo Fraggle mm-hmm. and like a carrot or mm-hmm. something. Yep. And then what was the green one?
1: They were all root vegetables. So Wee- Weebler, is that his name? What? I don't know. Anyways, um, he Weebly? Had, yeah, I think Weebly. He, his was a... Wembley. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying, yeah, that's it, whatever you say. So um, uh, so I feel like they were all root vegetables. And so one of them is a, a turnip. Um, one of them probably was a beet, I would have to assume. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And one of them was probably a potato.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Okay, I'll accept Those that. Those are real. I'll accept that. Okay. okay, you say real on that. So you know what kids love with their Happy Meals? What's that? Colgate Winterfresh Toothpaste. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The cool minty freshness that just keeps going and going. You know, who needs a toy when you can have toothpaste?
1: I could see it being real. I'm going to reserve judgment yet because I almost feel like I remember a Listerine uh, mouth strip promotion for some restaurant at some point. And so I'm going to. I
0: know we gave those away at the movie theater yeah. when they were new. They had little one serve packets and uh-huh. we gave them to everybody that came through. Um. All right. So you say real on that one?
1: No, I'm saying I'm heart- reserving judgment. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Uh. You know what else kids love? A reminder about the dangers of obesity of <laughs> obesity with uh, fitness trackers. That is real. Okay. And then, um. You know we're 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 heightened about gender awareness mm-hmm. and gender fluidity, mm-hmm. but it's not always that way, so what do you think about pretty a pretty pink girl? I use air quotes around that mm-hmm. girl themed spider man toys, a comb and mirror set, charm bracelets, and a head brand and beret.
1: I'm going to say that is real also because i I think I had some of those um, the obesity thing. Uh, that you talked about before. I for sure know that's real because it was a whole set of different things that you could get that were work exercise things for that. So, But I'm pretty sure I remember the Spider-Man one also.
0: Okay. Okay. All right, and then lastly, a jellyfish toy from the movie Shark Tale mm. that looks like an erotic adult toy.
2: Hmm.
1: <sighs> I'm going to say... That is real, and the Colgate thing is not.
0: Brian, we're going to give you close but no cigar oh. because all of them were real. It was a trick question. Oh, man. Yeah, I inserted some <laughs> false narrative in there. But, yeah, you were leaning right on all of those. I'll give it to you anyway. You were feeling good about all of those. Mm-hmm. They're all right. The Winter Fresh toothpaste promotion was in 1983, and uh, all those other things existed. I don't remember the exact dates on some of those. But, you know, the weird need to make girl-themed Spider-Man toys mm-hmm. is weird. And then you have got to look up a picture of this jellyfish from Shark Tale <laughs> that looks like an erotic adult toy. It I won't be more graphic than that, mm-hmm. but it it's interesting to look at.
1: It belongs on the original cover <laughs> of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They, they mixed up their franchises yeah. there. Uh, well, that brings up a good topic of conversation, talking about... Uh, little Mermaid. mm mm-hmm. um, Because one of the big associated franchises that you think of with Happy Meals is all of the Disney. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was interesting because for a period of 12 years, Disney did not partner with McDonald's. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So do you remember that little movie that came out called Um mm-hmm. Supersize Me? Mm-hmm. So it didn't paint McDonald's in, in too good of a light. Uh-huh. And I think, I could be conflating two things, but I, I think that the notoriety of the the unhealthy aspects of McDonald's from that movie mm-hmm. into the national attention made uh, McDonald's kind of pull back, sorry, made Disney pull back from their partnership and promotions with McDonald's. Hmm. And so that's when the little guys, DreamWorks, mm-hmm. they went they went crazy with the promotions there so uh i don't know anything and everything that wasn't disney that's when they you know kind of opened the floodgates mm-hmm.
1: the um i was going to say i know that uh i don't remember his first name but spurlock was his last name the guy that did that movie yeah. uh did i can't remember if he went to national geographic but he started doing a show on like one of those true tv Things also, uh-huh. so I wonder oh, if it was National Geographic. I wonder if that also had something to do with it, because Disney owns that. So. Oh, I don't know.
0: But yeah, so looking here at my notes, 2006 was when they broke their ties, and then they didn't rekindle that until 2018. <clears throat> their first Happy mobile promotion uh, back on the McDonald's bandwagon was Incredibles 2, mm. followed by The Wreck It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. So only oh, recently, recent. yeah. yeah. And then here we got uh, the Frozen 2 promotion, which is what I got instead of.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, the um, McDonald's has uh, over the past several years been working really hard to combat the stereotype of how unhealthy their food is. And uh, being someone that eats McDonald's or I guess fast food pretty much every day uh, that I'm working, I will say their food is better than it was there for a while. But it sucks because you have to <laughs> wait for for them to cook it because I use fresh meat now, uh, non-frozen meat. Uh-huh. And so uh, every time that you order a burger, like I always get number three, which is a double quarter pounder.
0: So you're like bummed that it's fresh now?
1: Well, I'm bummed that I have to wait. <laughs> it drives me crazy because like they're always like, hey, can you pull up over there? And I'm on my lunch break. And so I'm just like, oh, fine. And then I have a friend that works. He's a manager at McDonald's. And I was like. What's the deal? Like, they always make me wait. He's like, well, they have to cook it fresh. And I said, well, can't they just have them sitting underneath the warmers? And he said that the fresh meat doesn't hold like that. And so that's why they don't do it that way anymore.
0: I don't know about that. I think sometimes they have patties and a little thing they can pull out.
1: I always have to wait. I thought for the longest time I thought it was just look one sketchy. dude one.
0: They just—they're like, "Oh, go over there, wait that, over
1: there." That is my biggest pet peeve with uh, when there's no one behind me, and they're like, "Can you pull over there?" I want to be like, "No, there's no one behind me." <laughs> that, yeah,
0: that—that <laughs> that sucks. Oh man. Uh, so before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Sorry.
1: By,
2: by,
0: by that game that I made you play, um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about the value of these toys okay it's there's a lot of lists around there about the most valuable mcdonald's toys Mm -hmm. and there's like a collector's market for these things but when you actually dig into this like so i was digging into it for the show Mm -hmm. there aren't really many valuable mcdonald's toys like the i guess there's levels of perceived value (laughs) so having been in the arcade and pinball hobby, my, my, my value perception is skewed. I'll Mm -hmm. admit that, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, even just taking it to like a, a collectible game market or something like, like, the collectability of these things is is very, very, very small. well,
1: you would think that they would be very collectible because it is always hot properties, right mm-hmm. and I get that they make a million of these toys, but they are very limited time, right, yeah. and so uh, case
0: in point this fortieth promotion, yeah,
1: and like so the thing that like I agree with you, you would think that they would be super collectible when well, my mom gave me all this stuff, and I was going through it she's like. You're
0: set for life, son. No, Here's she, your retirement.
1: No, she she just was wanting to get him out of the house. But <laughs> uh, I there was one that was a Burger King uh toy and it was a Pokemon card that was came in a Pokéball and it was a gold card like it was like it wasn't actual gold but it was made out of metal and like gold painted or whatever. Gold foil. But I was like Oh, I bet this thing's worth money. Uh-huh. Like, who has this? Yeah, and then they sell for nothing online. So I don't like. I'm just like that's that's why I would just threw them all away.
0: Yeah. So for me, I didn't collect the stuff growing up at mm-hmm. all. I, I have fond memories, like I mentioned before, about the the transforming ones, but uh, and the little the little chicken McNugget buddies. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are cool. I didn't really save any of that stuff from childhood because anything that I did have as a kid that I kept for a little while, I probably got rid of just because <clears throat> they weren't that fun to play with. Cause right. you know, they don't do much. Yeah, They weren't articulated. Yeah. You mm. know? Um, but anyway, so I haven't talked about this yet. I'll probably talk about it more on another show, but I currently operate a, um, an antiques booth. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I've learned for the antiques booth business is you always want to have smalls. This is, this is parlance. I learned from other antiques <clears throat> booth operators is you know, you can have your marquee items on the shelf, but mm-hmm. the more expensive items, you got to find the right buyer with the right amount of money to get that thing. There's not always a guaranteed market for that stuff because mm-hmm. you're just at the at the mercy of who walks into the store, right? Um, but if you have small stuff that's really cheap, then those things will kind of move. And I've seen that because, like, I have comic books there for like two bucks, mm-hmm. and I'm always selling those, um, and it adds up over time. And so, I was. Uh, at a yard sale and this lady had like this huge bin like a huge rubbermaid thing full of mcdonald's or just kids meals toys Mm -hmm. and they were basically what i gathered is this family did not eat anything but fast food (laughs) between the period of 1992 to 1997 because Mm -hmm. they were i asked her i like did you collect it she's like oh those are just from when my kids were little so i guess they got the toys as part of the meal and they're like well i already got this so i'll just throw it in a bucket mm-hmm. and so i ended up um buying all of those for her for 50 cents a piece which i thought god which i thought was a pretty good deal
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'm like i'm gonna be making some bank son you know i paid like 50 bucks for 100 something of these things mm-hmm. and so i'm excited because i go through there and i see all these things that i remember like oh here's a lion king or <laughs> here's a Oh, my favorite ones now, because I'm a VHS collector. Mm-hmm. They released uh some Disney properties that were shaped like the VHS clamshells, That's and then cool. inside is like a Disney princess figure. And I was like, Oh, sweet, these are gonna be awesome. They're like in perfect condition, they're like three, maybe four dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, which, okay, great. If I want to sell that on eBay, I could probably get that. Right. But I'm not putting all that time and effort into eBay shipping for three dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, if someone's going to walk into my booth at the antique mall, you know they're not going to pay three dollars for that. So, they might was,
1: they might go. I remember this when I was a kid. You should have said something when I had all the trunk full of stuff. You could have had that.
0: Well, that was years ago, and I don't remember. And anyway, I just this was an opportunity. I had to buy this stuff in bulk. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And they were still sealed, right? Right. So, oh, these, mine were Oh yeah, these were like in the, mint in the package. Mm-hmm. They were never opened. Um, and so yeah, and then that's another thing I'm disheartened about too because I thought oh these are like Jim Mint these are brand new mm-hmm. never opened and they're they're like a few bucks maybe maybe yeah. a lot of the times when you look at these lists of most valuable toys um, it's either wrong because they're looking at what I can gather is the asking price and not the sales price right. on eBay uh-huh. or it's only when it's the entire set of something so like they'd be like oh look you're gonna be rich because you can sell the whole set of these for seven seventy dollars. And you're like, wow, it's seventy dollars, that's a lot. But you have to have <laughs> I seriously think one of the one of the things, like it was an article about the most valuable McDonald's toys, and it was, hey, if you've got these 101 Dalmatians, you're set because you can sell the entire set of them for $70. Well, there's literally a hundred and one mm-hmm. different dogs, so each one of those is worth less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so n- not very valuable in my mind, but there are a few. So, um, which ones do you think would be worth the most?
1: Um, so, let's go. Well, so, I'm going to think along the lines of like this 40th anniversary thing, mm-hmm. right? And then we wanna- yeah, that's
0: good. Let's let's do that. Which of these in their original incantation do you think are the most valuable? Today. Uh-huh.
1: I'm just going to say Beanie Babies because Beanie Babies, like if you had the right one of those things, they were worth, well, I always remember people being like, oh, this elephant one, this elephant one's worth like a million dollars. So let's go with that.
0: Okay. So I don't know the answer to this. Based on my research, Uh huh. no. Oh. And here's why. I think the Beanie Babies at one time may have been the most collectible and the most valuable of mm-hmm. all of these. Mm-hmm. But that was with Beanie Babies in general. The market on Beanie Babies, it bottomed out. Like, I'm not on the pulse of the Beanie Baby thing, but, <laughs> but do you remember how ubiquitous they were? They were everywhere. Yeah. And people thought they were going to be getting rich off of these because there was that that uh-huh. crazy collector mentality to them. And now they're practically worthless.
1: Yeah. I remember, like, the prin- the Princess Die one was, like, like the Holy Grail for my little sister because she collected them at the time. Oh, wow. And we had, like, my mom had, like, this thing with fine china in it and beanie babies. Like, there are certain <laughs> beanie babies in this, in this thing. This is the classy section. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, yeah, if it's so, not those. Um, no. uh So it's, if it's going to be a whole set... Um, Jeez, oh, I don't even know.
0: I don't. I can't give you dollar amounts. I just looked in general, and I think the most collectible ones are still going to be the, the. Um, I saw the nineteen ninety two collector set of the Monster, uh, McBuddies. Uh-huh. Go for a decent amount of change, okay. like sixty bucks, something like that. And I had all those. Yeah, I threw them away. Um, <laughs> were they in that landfill. box you just threw away?
1: They're in landfill. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
2: <laughs>
0: dude. And then the changeables, those are still collectible, the transformers.
1: I didn't have the whole set, but I had the, McNug- the McNuggets one that was like a <clears throat> lizard or something.
0: And I think the Power Rangers still are collectible as well. But anyway, I wanted to talk about the transformers ones because there are, you know, I, I said most the most of the McDonald's, Happy Meal toys, collectibles are not worth anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two that are worth a good deal. Okay. Um, I think these are pronounced Diner Keshi. These were just some of the earliest McDonald's Happy Meal toys, and when you look at them, they look dinky. They look like Cracker Jack prizes. They're like little plastic, tiny well, molded figures.
1: Yeah, they're. I feel like they 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 had like a soft matte touch to them.
0: Yeah, they made look like eraser toys almost.
1: Yeah, they're they're similar to muscleman
0: Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a whole set of those you can buy those for like four hundred bucks. Um, wow, but. That's when, with again, that's with the whole set. Mm-hmm. So individually, they're not worth that much, but mm-hmm. collectively, they are. And I think they're just collectible because they were some of the first. Mm-hmm. So they're older; they're harder to find. But um, even though my favorites are the changeables, what people may not know is that there was actually a branded transformer toy released in 1985 during the height of Generation One.
1: In '95, that's not Generation. Sorry,
0: '85. Oh, okay. Good call. You, you got me. It was 1985. There were four toys released, but it's basically just all the same molds. Uh-huh. And they interjected the different um, colors. So there's different color variations to all these. But it, they had uh, brawn, cliff jumper, gears, and bumblebee. But the reason you don't know about this is because mm-hmm. this was only released in the test market of St. Louis.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So what I did today was I went through the eBay sales history mm-hmm. of actually sold items and re- sorted it from highest to lowest, and there was a bumblebee figure that sold for one hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! Uh, and then there there were two other ones, Brawn and Gears. They sold for seventy five bucks each. What's crazy about this, and you know, the reason I'm not surprised that it didn't pass the test market mm-hmm. is that so. These are transformers
1: that don't transform. They don't transform. <laughs> They're just
0: a molded figure, and they look cheap. You know, like it's just a static robot, immobile mm. in in robot form. It's the dinkiest little thing, and uh, I can see why they would never caught on. But why the changeables? Right, did because they actually
1: transform. That was a cool part about it. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: and you know. I wonder the licensing cost on the stuff cuz like you said that was during the height of of Gen 1. Um I understand it's an advertisement for the property, but I wonder how that I wonder what I wish I knew what those deals look like mm-hmm. because McDonald's, I assume they make their own toys, right? Like they have factories I guess that make that stuff, Probably. I would assume. And so like I wonder uh, because both parties get something out of them doing the, these toys with the Happy Meals. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder what those deals look like. But I, I wonder, it has to cost McDonald's money to do that. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, they probably get, it's it's it, they probably get enough to to offset the cost of yeah. their own production, mm-hmm. and then the the licensee gets the advertisement to hopefully promote a new movie or a new show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you see stuff that isn't licensed or is like. Kind of dinky that's maybe just McDonald's at cost having mm-hmm. to come up with something on their own right but those are the only ones that I know about if if you guys happen to know of anything that's really 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 collectible that I'm missing out on let me know if I'm sitting on gold mine in my toys <laughs> let me know but that's all I got
1: cool
2: they're coming to a Hardee's near you the stars of Hardee's cinnamon and raisin biscuits <laughs>
0: and shine biscuits or any dessert you can get a
2: cool california raisin for only 99 cents there's four and all a new one each week you know get your california raisins at hardy's another way we're out to win you over
1: so i have an aunt i almost said had but she's still kicking around <laughs> uh, i have an aunt that is a huge collector of things right and one of the things that she collected growing up were these uh, uh, California raisin figures from Hardee's. Do you remember these things? Yes. So California raisins were such a hot, that that like it's so funny because they were created as um, something to market raisins, actual raisins, right? But it was such a hot IP that they spun off into TV shows and movies. Oh, yeah. They um they won, like, um they won Academy Award, I think, for a movie or something like that. Like, it was a crazy thing. Uh, one of my favorite toys growing up was a California Raisin Puppet that I, I probably got from... I feel like I got it from Pizza Hut. But, like, California Raisins were such a huge deal. And so they had these series of toys that did, they did not come in, like, kids' meals for Hardee's, right? These were... Separate toys that you bought individually, mm-hmm. and I think they were probably like a dollar ninety nine a piece or something like that. That made back then that was probably too much. It would probably been ninety nine cents a yeah. piece, right? But she used to have so many of these toys lying around. Did you ever collect anything like that?
0: Yeah, I had some of those. I remember those. I, I remember the cartoon mm-hmm. because it was claymation. It mm-hmm. was really cool. And then they had those classic sixty songs they sang along to, heard it from the grapevine, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember those.
1: The um, did you? So other other than Hardy's, Hardy's actually had a couple series of uh of figures that they did like this because um you know what's better than giving away toys than charging people for toys you know <laughs> yeah but you know these small little figures were actually they had pretty good build quality on them um and so other other companies wound up doing the same thing so you have uh, McDonald's put out a line of Smurfs that were very similar to it uh but the line was not nearly nearly as large as uh the california raisins line was mm-hmm. so uh, but you had so many different because they were like they weren't defined like smurfs were you know smurfs have like a role uh-huh. you know whatever their name yeah is. well
0: the raisins just had like guitar raisin right. saxophone yeah. raisin so <clears throat> um uh, though it's it's funny though because you know we looked at those toys as kind of inferior back in the day because they weren't articulated they were just pvc you know vinyl mm-hmm. figures and you could get them for 99 cents now those kind of figures are kind of what they package in toys that you find on the shelf at target or whatever and they you get a whole set of them for like 15 bucks or something i mean yeah. like i'm like when i buy when i used to buy my, some of these some of these toys for my kids i'm like you're charging me this f- for how for what i mean this is california raisins stuff right here yeah
1: it, well so like that's what all those mystery boxes, right? All of those mystery boxes are like seven dollars yeah. a box, and that's what it is. It's it's that thing that you what were a buying. Rip. I don't know if you think inflation wise. I bet a no. dollar to seven dollars no. for no. thirty years ago. I don't believe it. Well, um. So, anyways, <laughs> the reason that they had so many of these things was because they were so popular. They actually had multiple waves of them. Uh, so they produced different uh, collections of them. They started in eighty seven. They had another collection in eighty eight, and then they had one in ninety one. And then, believe it or not, they had one in 2001. Really? Yeah, so that must have just been for people that grew up yeah, with the them. Yeah, you know. Factor. Mm-hmm. So, factor. Um, so, and then that by that time, Carl's Jr. had bought Hardee's, and so uh, Carl's Jr. was selling those, too. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I just love those things. Uh, and then along those same lines were those collector's glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember these things? Yes. So, my same aunt, she lived with her mom, and so my grandmother— uh, they live in the same house, but they had. She must have gotten these every time she went to uh, go get these Smurfs and, and California Raisins and stuff. But they had all of the collector glasses uh, that you used to get these glasses that were, um, depending on what the thing was, they were usually themed with like Looney Tunes or uh, the characters like Ronald McDonald and Mira McCheese and stuff like that, or, uh, you know, stuff like Star Wars, right? Yeah. So, so I,
0: I I still have. The, my own childhood return of the Jedi glass mm-hmm. from Burger King that we had when I was a kid it's on my it's on my nostalgia shelf now, but we had the whole set of that growing up I, that was the only one that survived, mm-hmm. but I remember those um of course, I was too young to actually remember buying it. It just always existed in my shelf right I mean in my cabinet um, but there were other things like that, other promotions, and you're not going to believe this, but um we're gonna see if we can find the commercial.
1: They're coming to McDonald's by skateboard, by canoe, even by teeter-totter to get the most wanted mug in America. Can you blame them? It's Garfield on four colorful glass mugs. Just the thing for when company drops in. You get a different mug each week for a special price with any McDonald's food purchase.
2: Listen to the man. This is important.
1: This summer, McDonald's is serving up four Garfield mugs.
2: Some some summertime, serving up summertime. And the living is easy, right, Odie? At McDonald's.
0: So that commercial, the Garfield glass mm-hmm. mugs. Do you mm-hmm.
1: remember that? Yes.
0: I went to school with the redheaded kid in that commercial. Oh, really? Yes. I was insanely jealous of that kid. Uh uh-huh. um, I don't know what else he did, if anything. <laughs> but it's just like we said, well, he was in my class and like, hey, he's in a commercial. I was like, what? And then like the next week... Here comes the Garfield commercial, and he's the one where when you pour the milk in the thing, he turns back to put it back in the, in the refrigerator. He comes mm-hmm. back, and it's gone. And he goes, Garfield. <laughs> so that kid, uh, I don't know whatever happened to him, but we were, like I said, insanely jealous.
1: But it helped
0: me. It helped me um, in life gain an appreciation for like celebrity, kind of like tame it. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that these aren't just like movie stars like they're people that they're just regular people. Right? Right? So it, it helped in in some regard, but <gasps>
1: they're just like me. They love Garfield and milk.
0: But yeah. So that was this was outside of Chicago, so I guess just some Chicago casting agency did this, but
1: Do you do you now do you think that's what, like it was uh that was that McDonald's that did yeah. the Okay. So do you think it was like McDonald's was like, "Hey, we're going to shoot these commercials. Let's hire this agency." Or do you think it was a local maybe no crazy Eddie's McDonald's and they and the McDonald corporation loved his com- commercials or like, no,
0: hey. I, th- I think, it, I think it was a national thing. Um, it was, it definitely was a national promotion. I think it was a national commercial mm-hmm. too. I think a lot of people remember that one. Um, you know, Chicago was a breeding ground for a lot of famous actors. Like Fred Savage was from Chicago. I think, hmm. I think that was where he's from, but you know, anyway,
1: you know, Chicago is the birthplace of the arcades.
0: Yeah, man. Bally midway. Mm-hmm. Well, Atari was out in California. So, yeah, Okay, so there goes your argument right there. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, Aladdin's castle. There's a lot of cool was, places. Was and, big. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, we talked about the competition. We talked about some of those promotions, but you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess Burger King saw what was going on with McDonald's and decided, hey, yo, we need to try to step up our game. Mm-hmm. So they came out with, in 1989, the Burger King Kids Club.
2: One kid's meal. Please, right away. To the Burger King Kids Club, just for fun, just for you.
1: Do you remember this one? Oh yeah, and I can tell you exactly <laughs> uh, where Kid Vid came, where his first appearance was. Do you know this? No. His first appearance was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? He was he was a kid that teamed up with them. And, uh, and then it it must've been like a cross promotion thing or something Uh with Burger King starting to do this. Um, but like that was the first place that I saw him was, was on that. And so,
0: wow, dude, I'm impressed. Do you happen to know any of the other names? So I'll say that there were, uh, seven kids Mm -hmm. in the Burger King kids club, uh, and they had a dog. Can you name any of the other kids besides kid vid?
1: No, I think their slogan was where it's cool to be a kid. That sounds right, but I don't remember any of the other people.
0: Where it's cool to be, I don't know that. That sounds right. All well, right, so it's cool to be a kid. They had KidVid, mm-hmm. IQ, okay, Lingo, mm-hmm. Jaws, Snaps, Boomer.
1: Is that the dog? No, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: the dog's oh, named oh. JD. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the the unfortunately named Wheels.
1: Okay. Yes. Like. He was he was in a wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and I get it. But like,
0: don't you know that he's just like,
1: my name is John. <laughs> Stop calling me wheel. Well, what about Jaws? What, what was Jaws' deal? Jaws,
0: he could eat a lot of hamburgers, oh, man. Okay. Um. So I I, I got you a
1: gift. <gasps> so here you go. Nice. It is. Jaws! That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so you have in your hand the original release of a um, Burger King Kids Club meal toy that is the Jaws character from the Burger King Kids Club. So crack that bad boy open.
1: Right now? Sure. Okay. (laughs)
0: I just learned they're not worth anything, so come on.
1: Uh, Well, I was looking because there's a thing in here. Whoa, he's he's articulated and everything. Um, I was looking in here because there's an official entry that you can mail off to become part of the Burger King's Kids Club. And I was wondering... Yeah, so
0: let's see what all comes with the, the benefits hitherto.
1: Okay. So in the package was uh, the aforementioned Jaws and then a, uh, Oh, a comic book about him. Jaws cleans up, uh, where he is. There's litter on the ground and there's (laughs) bugs that are, they say, we're in the garbage. Um, Oh, they're litter bugs. (laughs) And, uh, Jaws gets wheels to help him, uh, to throw it away. And it ends with the litter bug saying, you're cool, dude. We learned our lesson grime doesn't pay. <laughs> and I love you enough to
0: give you Jaws, but I don't love you enough to give you what I've got in my hand, Okay, which is Kid Vid. So yeah. I'm going to open up Kid Vid and see what his comic book says. Um, you look and see what kind of perks come with the...
1: So it says... Uh, see, oh, see how... I guess that's how he became Jaws. So the perks, just says, Hey kids, the Burger King Kids Club invite you to join the club. To get official and become a member, just fill out the form below, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and mail it to Burger King Kids Club, Main Clubhouse, P.O. Box 5037, El Toro, California, 92630. You'll receive the super official, totally secret membership kit free.
0: So I have a book idea. hmm And no one steal this, even though I'm mentioning it publicly. Hey, you can't steal it because
1: yeah, we, it's copyright, copyright.
0: Uh, Nope. Uh, imminent domain or whatever. I want to take all these addresses for like mail away whatevers mm-hmm. and send just send out letters to these places and say hey <laughs> here's the official promotion of what we was here mm-hmm. curious what are you now are you still with this do you have something you can send me in return uh and possibly do you have whatever this originally was and you might get some you might get some cool responses I don't think that we'll get a lot of cool like merch mm-hmm. but you know it's as PO box change ownership it's yeah. it's cool to see what goes on there and if i was the owner of an old PO box that was like some kids promotion giveaway thing i think that would be kind of cool uh
1: so i will say a couple things about this i doubt those changes as often as you think because they are probably not actual PO boxes they're probably like corporate mm-hmm. um uh like a building's post office box right and so that company probably still owns that right yeah
0: well like if when you're talking burger king sure mm-hmm. But when you're looking at ads in the back of like 60s comic yeah. books or something.
1: Well, you'd be surprised. I saw a thing where there was this video game and at the beginning, it was an old like PC, like M- MS-DOS game. And at the beginning, it had the um, name of the guy that developed it because back then, it was just one person that developed games. And it had his phone number on it and these people called it and it was his, it was his home phone. <laughs> and he answered it and was like, yeah, that's me. Like, and they talked, it was crazy. Um, but to, to go with this, thing that this idea you have um did so did you ever write send letters to companies like this
0: no No? i I only sent letters to uh in fourth grade my teacher had a book of celebrities Uh uh-huh and you could mail off for their autographs or something or or try to get them i had that book yeah yeah i didn't whoever i picked didn't ever send anything but like one or two kids in our class got something Mm -hmm.
1: the um I used to send letters to, to companies all the time when I have an idea for something. And so I remember one time, the only one I ever got a response back from uh, was Tops, And I was like, you guys need to bring back Garbage Pail Kids. Um, and because I think trash can trolls had just come out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys need to bring back Garbage Pail Kids. And they sent me a letter, like an official letter back saying it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and, <laughs> Not going to happen, kid. And, uh, Keep your ideas to yourself. But I thought it was so cool. I was like, They responded.
0: <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> alright so Kid Vid's video challenge it's an all time awesome video game and Kid Vid is in it his challenge get rid of the house of get rid this house of evil creatures and invaders and so there's a dust bunny and there's a thing of slime it's disgusting I'll remove this slime with my remote and then he's got some sort of spider web thing to zap the arachnids and then there's these other people, and hooray, he did it. Yay. Uh, bonus question. Do you know what an arachnid
1: is? Oh, my cool. didn't have a bonus question. Well, you suck, so I bet it does. Let's see. Did uh, So is, is KidVid using a remote control to attack these spiders? No, bombs? you don't
0: have a bonus question. I <laughs> <You, laughs> told you. You got jipped. <laughs> Stupid jaws. Yeah, so uh, there, there were only f- a total of four of the kids that were worthy enough to get action figures mm. in this release. I don't know which the other two are. But, um, yeah, these were my favorites.
1: I, I want to say I could be wrong, but I feel like they made a – when in the Turtle toy line, I think they made a KidVid Turtle, too. Really? Or Kid KidVid toy.
0: Well, that brings to my next topic of conversation and our final topic of conversation. It's a very self-centered one because it's just Preston's pick for the five favorite Burger King Kids Club toys. Nice. Okay. And so the first – number one most important thing that was cool that they had – and it makes sense, now that you talk to me about KidVid, mm-hmm. is they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle VHS tapes.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I-, I
0: think they had 12 different ones. I think
1: I still have at least one of them.
0: Yeah. So, that may be why he was involved in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because they had that cross-promotion. Um, And then they had, in no particular order, Um, I thought this was interesting. So, the Lion King toys they had? Mm-hmm. They were good quality. Um, Lion King was a huge property in 94. And I thought it was cool because most of the time you associate the Disney properties with McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But this is actually Burger King. So they actually did get some really good properties at the time. Simba, Mustafa, Scar, all those guys. Huh. Yeah.
1: I So I had, uh, we weren't picky about, like, I didn't have like a favorite fast food place. So I, I did have those toys uh-huh. in, in that box.
0: Um, and then in 97, they had the universal monsters. Mm -hmm. So those Mm -hmm. are collectible now. Uh, I mean, they're affordable. I think you can get all of them for like, you know, 25, 30 bucks or something total, but Dracula, the Wolfman, it's good stuff. I wanted to get some, um, for my Halloween collection, but I only ever think about it in Halloween time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So of course everything's jacked up and I can't afford it. Um, and then uh, the the toys that I just gave you, mm-hmm. the original, the OG, mm-hmm. they're my favorites. And then lastly, I didn't experience these, but this is in my research. Apparently, they made Backstreet Boys toys. <laughs> they made action figures for the Backstreet Boys in some sort of like weird things. So, like Howie has a blue cape. Uh, Nick has a ninja outfit. Brian has a basketball. And Kevin is a power lord. And then... <laughs> I. Are not there five? Uh I have no idea. So, I don't <laughs> I don't know which one of them got gypped.
1: Is um uh Joey, did you say Joey? Joey's an NSYNC Oh, uh, Joey Fatone? Yes, he's oh. in, he's not Backstreet boys. The only the only one I know from NSYNC oh, is Oh, AJ.
0: AJ got shafted. Mm. Yeah, he probably he probably looked too
1: old. <laughs> uh I'm surprised you didn't mention the Beetlejuice Toys. Oh, yeah. The uh they were not great toys. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were based off the cartoon Uh and they would have like one character and then you turned it around and the opposite side was like a gravestone or something like that. And so,
0: well, I, I only excuse myself because I didn't put that much time and effort into Mm -hmm. this research, (laughs) but also because I'll excuse myself because there have been hundreds Mm -hmm. of promotional items released in the past 40 years and it's hard to keep up with all of them. But hopefully you have a favorite. We've shared some of ours. Um, Shoot us an email with uh, some of your personal memories. We'll read those on the show. Um, Is that going to do it for us, Brian?
2: I think
1: so. Uh, You can reach me on Twitter at B.E. Grantham, and you can reach the show at wayback underscore attack or at waybackattackshow.com. Preston, where can people find you?
0: Uh, I'm at Squared Stiff on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Did you already say our email address? No. Waybackattackshow at gmail.com. Shoot us a, a, a letter. And then, as always, thank you so much to those of you who have given us some reviews on iTunes. Um, not just the star ratings, but also typing out an actual review that actually helps us. So far, we've gotten, what, 12 or something like that? Yeah, so, mm-hmm. and it's uh, been picking
1: up. Yeah. And, you know, I will say maybe in a future show, maybe we'll read a couple of these because some of them are pretty funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, well, most importantly, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. We really enjoy making the show, and it uh, means a lot that you would... You would choose to put us in your ears.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. Peace.